Let's get you up to date on Forge FC. This is Focus on Forge with Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Hello, Forge fans. Anthony Urcioli with you, your digital host of the Forge Audio Network. This is Focus on Forge. And on this episode, we are focused on the road ahead because the road, first of all, is at home. Forge have three matches remaining in the regular season, all three of those matches at home and in a span of nine days. Three matches in nine days starting Saturday. York United making the trip to Hamilton. That's a five o'clock start. Then there's a midweek match against Pacific, and then the season will close against Halifax at Tim Hortons Field the following Sunday. Now, coming up in this episode of Focus on Forge, we're going to hear from Jackie Dory. She will be the host of a panel next Wednesday. Pacific FC making the trip to Hamilton to take on Forge. It is the women in sports match, and that night is also when Forge will be hosting the Spark Summit. That's October 5th. Tickets to the Spark Summit are available. Last I checked at the time of this broadcast, um, there are only a few tickets remaining. I think six is what I saw. So go to forgefc.ca if you want tickets. Hopefully there are some still left for you. Um, Jackie Dory will be hosting a panel. That will include uh, Deirdre Dion, who's an Olympic medalist and sports media executive, Annie Petrillo, who's a broadcaster, of course, a soccer fan, to know her from One Soccer. She's also does work for CBC, and Taylor McIntyre, who's a football coach at McMaster University. They will all be part of the Spark Summit, which aims to connect professional women in sports business and inspire conversations around fostering ge- uh, uh, gender equity in sports. Also an amazing networking opportunity. We're going to hear more and get more insight from Jackie, who has been through this herself. She's been in broadcasting now. She's made a career for herself, but she started as an intern with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. That, that's how I know her, because I, w- I was doing um, I was covering the Tiger Cats as a reporter. So uh, we'll hear from her, and we'll get more insight into what to expect at the Spark Summit and hear her story and uh, get a little more insight. So that's coming up. But first, let's check in with Forge FC head coach and technical director Bobby Smirniotis. He, along with his players and his staff and the fans, are glad to be home. No more road trips, no more regular season road trips for Forge FC. They are finishing their season at home. Here's Bobby. Yeah, we obviously love playing at Tim Hortons Field, you know, for the atmosphere, for the fans, uh, the energy they give us, and uh, and just the pitch and uh, the quality of football we're able to play at home. You know, we've got three important games in front of us. We start off with uh, with Saturday against York, and uh, and the most important thing, home or away, it's uh, making sure we're getting into a good rhythm of things and uh, doing everything we can to get three points Saturday. There was Bobby, and now here comes Jackie. Jacqueline Dory, digital host of CBC Sports, joins Focus on forge Jacqueline you you and I go back to when I was covering the Tiger Cats and I believe you worked for the Tiger Cats and we spent a lot of time at uh I think it was Iverwind Stadium you know what I came in the year after Iverwind Stadium so I was there for the inaugural year for Tim Hortons Field actually okay because I almost made us seem old but we're we're super young it's just Tim Hortons Field yeah, yeah, totally. Super young. Yeah. I don't even know anything before Tim Hortons Field. <laughs> I actually was super jealous about the the Iver win time. I'm sad I missed that. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting time. But now 
look at us going full circle. We're back to, to talking, and you are going to be making your return to Tim Hortons Fields, which has to be exciting. I'm so excited. There's something special about Hamilton. I got to tell you, like as a sports town in Canada, there's something super special about it. So I'm excited to come back and kind of uh, relive the magic a little bit. Yeah, and you get to be part of something really special. I don't, I mean, I know Forge hasn't had anything like this before. I'm not sure the CPL has, but the Spark Summit, which you will be hosting, what is, I mean, I can read the official description, but what does it mean to you to be hosting this uh, Spark Summit? Yeah, I was really honored to be thought of, first of all, because there are so many incredible women in this industry. Um, So, and you know what? I mean, I think it almost comes back to, you know, the topic of the of the panel, which is women in sport, because I have made so many connections during my time in Hamilton that a couple people that I used to work with many years ago reached out to me. And it was just kind of one of those natural progressions. And I think that's, you know, I think that will be a topic we talk about on the panel, just like networking and relationships and things like that. But so I won't get too ahead of myself, but yeah, it means a lot to not only be remembered, um, but to also be thought of for this and to be able to talk to a lot of really incredible women. I mean, I've had um, the chance to work with Andy Petrillo before. Obviously, she works at CBC Sports and is like the real deal. So mm-hmm. she's such a fantastic get for this. And uh, Deidre Dion as well. She wrote a lot for CBC Sports and has done play-by-play and commentary during the Olympics because she's an Olympian as well as a businesswoman in sport, right. which is incredible. And then, yeah, of course, there's also Taylor who is doing incredible things in not only um, university football, but now CFL football as well. So yeah, to be a part of that group of women is like pretty sweet and it's crazy because i mean when you were working for the tiger cats i mean that wasn't that long ago but even then it wasn't i mean we didn't really have we didn't have any female football coaches or referees or so it seems like in a short time there has been a lot of progress how would you have benefited from a spark summit yes i mean so first of all i think To me, one of the hardest parts, I think once you're in the room, I don't really feel my gender very much. I think the biggest part about feeling gender is when you are trying to get into the room and trying to get into the network. Because I think that's where old relationships come to play. That's where when you can talk about things you have in common with people in leadership position comes into play. So I think most of all, a conversation like this I think puts a lot of important men and women into the same room. And Mm -hmm. if it's a topic that directly affects women, it gives women a chance to get into the conversation. So I think I'm, I hope I'm explaining myself properly. A couple of years ago, I had this opportunity. It would have been another opportunity, which are far and few between where there's a conversation happening with leaders in sport that I can directly be a part of. So, I mean, that would have been priceless. Yeah. And I, I even, you know, I think about my times in the press box and, you know, sitting beside female journalists, reporters. One thing I always picked up on was when they had some kind of opinion on the game, on a call that the official made, they would kind of whisper it to me or to the person next to them. They, I don't know if they mm-hmm. felt as comfortable being boisterous and showing up the guys, quote unquote, in a press box, for example. Those are kind of the small nuanced things that were kind of programmed into. And to your point, the networking, when you're bringing everyone in a room together, they're, they're, 
you don't, the gender doesn't exist anymore. Everyone, you know, they're on an equal playing field. Um, but these, when I talk about there being progress, these are still some of the things of someone like those, you know, micro trans aggressions that we talk about that still occur. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, there is only so much that will change. Um, but I think, I mean, in such a short amount of time, but I think, you know, again, I think it's creating opportunities and capitalizing on opportunities. Mm -hmm. So I hope anyone listening to this who might just be like, oh, you know, I don't know if I have much to say. Oh, I've heard this conversation before that the conversation is only part of what, you know, an event like the Spark Summit is meant to do. It's meant to get you in front of people. It's meant to put you in the room. And that is, I, I can't even, I really can't emphasize how much um, how important that is, especially in sports, because I think we talk about, like you said, you know, like women don't feel comfortable necessarily all the time putting forth their opinions, or maybe if they're in a room of people they don't know, it's not something that they want to do, even though they feel confident in the knowledge. Like there's so many different layers of what it is to be anyone in a room. But of course, women in sport is its own little, its own little, uh, I guess it has its own little infrastructure that's special in a certain way. Yeah, and there's less room for error. I mean, you know, as as a digital host, and one mistake, and you're you're being called out on on Twitter. You're getting DM'd. Yeah. I'm sure you've already experienced some of those DMs. Um, yeah. Yes, I've I've heard <laughs> stories from other people in your position, and, and it's pretty. It's something again that I, I like. I mean, I probably make numerous mistakes every time I jump in front of the camera and I don't even think twice about it. I just like, Oh, I made a mistake. No one will care, but you kind of have to be almost perfect to, in order to at least get through it without criticism. Yeah. I think if there's some people who have prejudices, like whether they realize it or not against having women in the conversation when they're not used to having women in their regular conversations about sport, I think it is, you know, kind of broadening, their ability to just be like, oh, well, she's wrong because, you know, she's never played the game or she's wrong because she's never coached at this level mm -hmm. or she made this mistake and that's unacceptable. Like, this is why you shouldn't be here. So I think, again, it's all interconnected and you need to be in a safe enough space to make mistakes because no one's a robot and it's going to happen. But you also have to be on your stuff and you have to be able to take that, you know, punch on the chin if you do, um, regardless of what your gender is. Um, and you also, you know, like I said, yeah, I, I go back to you need to be in a supportive place where you can make the mistakes and learn from them and grow and have them not happen again next time. So it's a little mix of everything. And I think in any industry, um, being able to pick yourself back up is important. But yeah, if you don't have the support system to do that, that's also tough, right? Mm -hmm. And you're also, you know, you're in front of a camera and so you're dealing with people commenting on your looks constantly and your hair and your makeup and what you're wearing. Um, so there, there are just so many different layers to and different challenges that, that women face, especially in the sports business. Um, I, I do, I, when, when you're hosting an event like this, mm -hmm. I mean, do, do you feel a little, some added pressure because... Um, you know, at the end of the day, the, the, the individuals on the panel are very qualified, but you're kind of expected to steer the conversation. And, and I mean, do you feel some pressure there? You know, not really, because I think that's what I do. I'm yeah. super excited. Um, I've been doing my research. I've like, you know, reached out to all of them to make sure that if there's any stories or 
experiences that I don't know about that they've had that hopefully I will have all the information I need to kind of put together everything that I think would have helped me at that point, like to your previous question, you know, I'm someone who would have benefited from this. So right. it's amazing to be in a position where I can think of, okay, well, what would 22 year old Jackie have really wanted to know? Like what would 23 year old Jackie going into her internship with the Thai cats want to hear? Like what would make me feel better? And I think, you know, the, the organizers behind uh, Spark Summit have done a really good job. I think we've got really good focus in making it what's happening and not lamenting on the things that we already know to be issues in right. women in sport, because we all have heard, you know, we've all heard like the unfortunate statistics, you know, that girls are more likely to drop out of sport and, you know, a, women don't feel comfortable speaking up in a boardroom. Like there's all of these things, but there's so many wonderful things happening now that are taking us from that conversation and, and pushing things further along. So, you know, I, there is some pressure, but it's something that I am happy to have. I'm happy to carry that pressure and I hope I can step up. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, the panel's great and the Q and A is going to be great. But, and you mentioned it earlier, but the networking opportunity is yeah. huge, right? I, I mean, th these are the relationships that are going to be built at the Spark Summit could be relationships that last forever and that could lead to future employment or future yes. connections. And so, you know, th for the networking alone, an event like this would have um, been special, but the panel is kind of an added layer to it. Exactly. Like I like now say this again for anyone who's listening, who's like questioning whether to come, whether you're a male, whether you're a female, whether you identify as anything, if you want to work in sports, especially in Canada, it is such a small industry. You mm. never know who you're going to come across. You never know um, who's going to have a nugget that will inspire you. And it's it's one of those industries where you really have to be a pusher. You have to mm -hmm. push and that will never end. So get yourself there. The panel will be amazing. And a great example of this is Taylor McIntyre, who I mentioned earlier, one of the panelists, and she is on the coaching staff of the McMaster Marauders men's football team. And she got that opportunity through an initiative, through a program to get right. women into coaching football. And what made that special was that was an interview based process. And there are not a lot of interview opportunities to get into coaching football, especially in Canada. So, yeah. you know, usually you kind of meet a person there, you meet a person there, like from the team when you played, and then, you know, you right. get into this network and Taylor of course played, but this was a priceless opportunity to have her foot in the door and not need a connection to do so. So, you know, so many of the opportunities I've had in my career didn't come from a formal interview. They came from moments like this. So it all leads me to say, you know, not often do you get an opportunity like this to network and, you know, so many opportunities come down to nights like the Spark Summit. Get yourself there. Super important to take advantage of opportunities like this where people who work in the industry are in the same room. Go get, go sign up now. I'm telling yes. you guys, go do it. Go to uh, forgefc.ca to register $10 from every ticket will be donated to the Boys and Girls Club of Hamilton Halton. So you're also supporting charity. You can hear Taylor McIntyre, Andy Petrolo, Deidre Dion, and of course your host, Jacqueline Dory. Um, it's been great reconnecting. See, this is an example. We, we networked and didn't even realize we were networking and now we're talking again. Guys, I, yeah, I'm telling you, we think we have a plan on how everything's going to work out, but really you just got to have a plan and then get ready for life to happen because that's where the moments happen. And here I am sitting here with you, Anthony. There you go. And see, your start could be at the Spark Summit. So make sure you register. Jacqueline, thanks so much for doing this.
Thank you. Now, if you're interested in attending the Spark Summit, uh, you know where to go. You can go to forgefc.ca. If you're not attending the summit but want to attend the game, great news for you because Forge are offering value packs. You can save on tickets with the value pack. You can get four tickets to the October 1st or October 5th match, so either to the York match or the Pacific match, and you get a $25 Tim Hortons Field rewards card. $99 per pack. Go check it out. So $99, uh, you get four tickets in the white section, plus a $25 rewards card to be used at Tim Hortons Field. So, I mean, it's a pretty good deal. It's a great way to end the season. It's all available now, forgefc.ca to check it out. Now, subscribe to the Forge Audio Network. Maybe it's you're listening on a podcast. Maybe it's on YouTube. Maybe you're listening on social media. Maybe it's at forgefc.ca. So many ways for you to get your Forge content. I need you to subscribe because a lot more coming up. I told you three matches in nine days. We, we have a lot of work to do in that in that time. Match day previews, uh, three keys to the match, match in reviews, a lot coming down the pipeline. So stay tuned for that. Next up for Forge is York. I will be there and I hope to see you there. Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts to the Forge Audio Network.